This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks version, our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. I'm Scott Phillips, and with me is Anir Barn Mahanti. Now, Doc, we had a question during the week that we alluded to in our regular podcast about how you can get started investing for kids. This is a really, really good question. Lots of our listeners are thinking about it already. They've got kids, they're about to have kids. They want to set their kids up. So let's go through pretty quickly how best to set up an account and invest for kids. Lead us off. Awesome. Um, first of all, brilliant idea because kids have lots of time on their hand, oh, right? They? So they have the advantage of time so and cool. compounding to work for them. So this is a brilliant idea for them. First off, set up an account, mm-hmm. right? You know, you need an account where you're going to put some money in and you're going to invest for the kids. And, yep. you know, that's you know, set up a brokerage account, hopefully one that allows you to buy different types of stocks across hopefully different markets. If not, just the Australian market would At be just fine. ASX. Now, here's the key. Don't set the account up in your kid's name because they can be punitively taxed if the dividends reach a certain amount. And frankly, if you're starting now and the kids are just born or just about to be born, uh, chances are hopefully you'll compound to a reasonable level. Set up the account in your own name and use a little, you know those arrows on your keyboard, the left and right arrows, and put the kid's name in between those arrows. So John Smith, open arrow, Jenny Smith account, close arrow. Um, that designates the account as belonging to your child, but you are the official owner. And so it separates your interest from theirs and stops them being taxed to buggery. What's next, mate? Well, the, the next step is to basically fund the account. And ideally, what you want to do yep. is you want to add a little bit uh, at, at some regular pace, right? So, you, you know, basically just add some savings on the name of the kid or the child over time. Yep. And yeah, and that, that should do the trick. Now, if you have a chance, start with a lump sum if you've got it. If you don't, try and add regularly. Add up to a decent amount of money. Use something like Comsec Pocket. We're not affiliated with Comsec, but that's a good little app. You can invest small amounts regularly, or else you can do something like, uh, again, Comsec, as it turns out, but there's plenty of others probably. They offer $10 brokerage if you're investing under 1000 bucks at a go. So some pretty cost-effective ways. Try and add regularly if you can, uh, and then try and buy some shares. And if you want to, and if your family is able to, suggest that others might like to add in and help the kid along the way as you go. Mate, once they are, well, maybe they're trying newborns, maybe we're not, but once they get to a certain age, should we get them involved in the investing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, getting, getting, showing them how investing relates to sort of the real world, I think is, is the best way to get people interested into investing, right? I mean, you know, right. if you're shopping at Woolies, then, you know, uh, maybe Woolies, you can have the Woolies shares. Um, if you're at Coles, maybe you can have the Coles shares. Uh, you know, maybe you can have some bank shares. You know, the things that people kids see maybe you know some um yeah so it's you know some retail shares or retail companies that you know the kids again see or like or visit so i I think that's a beautiful way to involve kids i love that as a starting point i think in particular it it just gives kids the opportunity to buy what they know if you can i mean shares are hard enough to grasp as it is but if you can go to woolies or telstra or nab or premier investors go to smiggle or bw came out whatever it is and you can say to kids hey we own some of this business it just, it's a very, very different experience. And for a kid who might be 6, 10, 12, 14, just having that sense of it really brings shares to life as rather than just this weird number on a, on a screen over there. It's all electronic. It's not really real. Knowing you own part of a business is a huge, huge difference. Then, mate, the last one I reckon is let it ride. And this one, you kind of, you know, obviously do, you know, but sometimes it's too tempting. And think about how you're going to talk to your kids about the final amount, right? So 
Sometimes you might say to kids, look, you get this when you're 18 or 21 or 29. Um, maybe you might want to determine how they use it. You might want to let them do it themselves. Up to you how you do that. But just, again, Doc said, the time is of the essence here. If you can compound, I mean, frankly, look, if your kid never has to draw it out, you pretty much fund their retirement with 10 grand, right? So, I mean, that's, you know, you're not necessarily going to invest for their retirement, but you might want to. Um, if you invest 10 grand now, you've probably got a million bucks by the time you get 65, on average, if the market continues the way it has in the past. Um, but even if you're going to pull it out earlier than that, just the, the value of time, right? Every extra year you can leave it and let it compound. Those last five years, however far you go, whether it's the last five years from 13 and 18 or 24 and 29 or whatever you choose, that's where all the money is made. That's exactly what compounding does. So to the extent you can think now about how you're going to talk to your kids about when they can have the money and how they can use the money and try, if you can, to push it back. Now, if they have to use it for or you want to give it to, to buy a house or to do something else, pay for education, whatever you want to do, I, you know, I, I would be the last person to criticize you for that. But if you can, the longer you can let it ride, the longer you can help them let it ride, the much, much, much better off they will be. Anything else from you? Um, no, I think that, that pretty much covers that. Beautiful. If you have kids and you're considering investing, please have a go. Get started. Open a single, a single brokerage account in your name with them as the nominated account beneficiary. Honestly, start now is the best advice I can give you because you will be pleased you did it. Your kids will absolutely thank you for it. And a small amount of money now can be a very, very large amount later. That's it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. But a quick bonus. Doc, best stock for kids. Go. Oh, well, um, nothing better than buying Apple. Almost all <laughs> kids would have an iPad. You know, I'd actually say in terms of opening an account, consider also opening an account with Stake. So, you know, again, we have no affiliation with Stake, but uh, that gives you access to essentially U.S. market and you'd be able to buy a lot of things that kids actually play with, like Disney and Apple. So I'd say those two stocks um, are really good for actually kids and getting them interested. Yeah, I agree. Netflix, Google, there's plenty of others out there. Facebook, if you want to, Twitter. Uh, plenty of options in the U.S. market. If you want to open a U.S. account, absolutely do it. I can completely agree with Doc. If you don't want to, don't let that put you off. Buy an open an Australian account and buy something else the kids are involved with. And for me, I reckon if you're going to start with something, just start with Woolies, right? Simple, easy, simple. I don't own any shares. I wouldn't be buying it necessarily to beat the market for its own sake, uh, but as a tool to help them get learn the love of investing, hard to go past if you're going to open an ASX account. And that is it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. Full on. Full on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.